0: Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex. Weekday afternoons only on The Horn. Hour two here on the Sports Complex on a Tuesday afternoon. We're going to get some NFL talk. We're going to get into a little MLB talk and, of course, a bunch more of your text messages on the show to come up. Maybe we'll even play... A little of the best guitar-playing quarterback in the NFL right now who's not injured. Ooh, can't wait for that. I don't know if that's a true statement, but we, we may play it. We have I'd, some audio from it. I'd bet some money on it. <laughs> bet some money on it. He almost gets the song right that he's playing. Almost. It seemed like he was playing it, but knew he couldn't. Ah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Text slides open, 512-447-3776. Before we get into the NFL, let's read off a few more of these text messages. So we didn't get to all of them yesterday. I felt bad that I didn't get to all your text messages yesterday. We always try and get into everybody's. And we know we moved to the new time slot, so we want to keep everybody who's joining us an hour early. We really do appreciate you joining us an hour early. So uh, uh, we do get this text. Uh, any updates on Xavier Worthy's ankle? I've not heard anything yet. Uh, they're pretty... T- close to the vest with a lot of injury news. Uh my guess is that we'll hear something about it, you know, if it was bad, I think we would have already heard about it. Well, I think I think you're not going to hear anything about
1: it for a couple of weeks because
0: I think yeah. this is going to be a lot
1: like the bye week for Texas, where yeah. the younger guys are going to get to practice and they'll heal up. Yeah, and he said he and, said they're yeah.
0: you know they're basically getting them a couple of weeks before oh, they did? really start to get okay. into. Uh, yeah. Stark said that they were going to get them into before they really start to get into practice because you don't want to over practice, right? And you know make it to where you're not you know you're kind of going through the motions and not thinking because yeah. you need to be thinking when you get out there and play the game. Uh, So we haven't heard, but I think it is something that if it was going to be really bad, if he was going to miss time, I think we would have probably already heard about that it was more questionable, so it doesn't seem like that. He said at the game the x-rays were negative, which would lead you to believe it's just an ankle sprain, uh, which even a bad one is three to four weeks usually. So hopefully we should be good to go, but we will let you know when we do hear some of it, but I appreciate you. Uh, Texter says, can you all discuss Savion Red and how how he runs and what expanded role he might have uh, close to the goal, and not talking and not t- talking about just direct snaps. He's reminding me of Debo Samuel. Uh, yeah, I mean he is. I mean he is that kind of guy because he was a wide receiver that t- transformed into a running back. So he is kind of that guy. I don't know if he's at Debo Samuel's level, but if you want to talk about a guy who is quick and has the speed of a wide receiver, but put on some more muscles to be a running back. That's that's what he is. Yeah, he's a little slight though. He's not quite Debo Sam. No, no, no. But yeah. I, yeah, because he's and he's also a year into it, right? So he may be bigger next season as well. But no, I, I think Savion Red's doing really well. Partly of what we saw in in the last couple of weeks, of Savion Red might have been. I think everything you have to take with somewhat of a grain of salt. That that was an offensive line who was dominating the defensive lines, and once you're in these college ball playoffs, that's not really going to be the same. Class Where the holes may not be as big, but I think Savion Red is going to be a big piece of that red zone offense uh, still getting in and bringing things because I think you can put him in situations where with Stark's creativity where you can put in a Quinn Ewers at quarterback and then spread the ball out and have them basically go in motion and Quinn Ewers go out to wide receiver and Savion Red come back at the quarterback position and get the snap, and then he could throw or run or do whatever he needs to do from that position and just try and change things up. You can also put him in the backfield. He can get out and catch a ball as well. So you can use him in a lot of different ways. I'm not sure how much he's into, and you've got now a month to kind of work with him that you've seen him doing better in that red cap position and stuff like that. Uh, But as far as the running backs that are going to get in in those goal lines, you're going to see C.J. Baxter. You're going to see uh, Keelan Robinson. Keelan Robinson's been playing really well in that red zone as well. He's been putting together somebody, a hell of a resume. Somebody who wasn't used a ton in the red zone early is starting to get used, more used there, and he's you're seeing results. So I think you're going to see Keelan Robinson maybe a little bit more than you'd see Savion Red in the backfield in the red zone. But Savion Red in the backfield uh, is definitely something you could see uh, going forward. Uh, because yeah, he is—he's he's stepping up and he's playing. And he plays with a lot of intensity and fire, and you like to see that. You know, if you're not moving the ball, he's definitely somebody that you feel you can put in and is going to get the team amped up and get everybody ready to play. So well, I like that. He's one of those guys too that just wants to get on the field, doesn't yes, care where. Exactly, and he's going to put his best effort every single time. Uh, right now, my confidence level is 50-50. 50-50. I truly believe in this team, and I think we're fantastic. But if there's one team that can expose our Mays' weakness, it is Washington. We have to focus on our secondary defense during this time. You do. And PK, you know, you played against these guys last year. PK knows what he needs to do to get there. Uh, I think a little bit more time will help. Hopefully you don't lose anybody else in that secondary to the transfer portal or any injuries during practice. You hope to not have any of that uh, knock on wood. But I I think that we'll be okay in this because it is a situation of – you just can't get beat over the top. They've been pretty good about getting guys in front of them and making Michael Penix Jr. complete 90% of his passes, basically, to be able to keep moving the ball. If he completes 70%, which is a good number, it still becomes harder. You're still going to kick some field goals. You're still going to have to uh, kick the punt the ball every once in a while because you're going to miss two in a row. And if you miss two passes in a row, all of a sudden it's third and ten, and that third pass is much harder, or you run the ball in there and you didn't get it enough. So I think there's ways you can kind of go in there. But this is a game that the Texas offense will have to step up in. That it could easily be a you know thirty. Both teams are in the thirties at least, pretty easily. That's a, it. Could be that where you know even if your defense is playing okay, they're not going to be able to completely stop this defense, this offense.
1: I'm not so convinced. I think actually the more effective strategy when you have an explosive offense like that would be to put your head down, run the ball, and limit their opportunities to beat you deep. Because Washington's going to want to attack down the field and you can just slow the game down and beat them up. Yeah, you're going
0: to. But again, you know, that's what screwed Texas in the second half of a lot of games was not playing Texas football. Play Texas football. You can go, we've shown in the last couple of weeks, you can put up 49, 50 points on a team. You can do that. So don't limit yourself to 21 points and they win 28 to 21 and your defense played okay and you still lose the game because you wanted to be conservative. Be aggressive. Go after them and you know, if you have to make adjustments at halftime, you have to make adjustments at halftime. But I think playing conservatively and trying to slow the ball down and punting the ball a lot more because you're gonna go because all it takes is them to stop you on first down, and that whole game plan becomes really, really hard if you run a ball on first down and you get a one yard loss. And they just break through and get they find the hole and the linebacker finds it and they knew what you were running and you go it's it's second and eleven.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I feel like you're confident enough you have the passing game if you need. I get what you're saying, though. It's a fair I, point. I get it. I, I'm yeah. just
0: saying we've seen him do that in the second half because Sark, and he kept saying this all season long, Sark kept saying, uh, we have to be able to run the ball when they know we're running. Yeah. And he kept saying it. And then he finally just said, okay, well, let's throw the ball when they think we're going to run it. <laughs> and they won the last three games without a problem, covered in all three. I get it. You have to be aggressive in today's game. Uh, when you start to play more conservatively, you end up like a Louisville or an Iowa or those teams that can't move the ball down the field consistently. I, there's a point in a time where you're supposed to run the ball, and that's where a Savion Red we just talked about and guys in switching out running backs can help you out. Uh, but I don't know if you want to come out doing that because, in all reality, you know, Washington comes down the field, they get the ball first, they score. You come out, pick up two first downs, punt the ball. They come down and score. You're now 14 nothing with the ball in your hand. Are you going to keep running the ball fault like that?
1: Well, I mean, that's a pretty, I'm pretty just saying, that's a pretty convenient
0: scenario there. But I'm just saying it's a, yeah. it's a realistic enough scenario against a good Washington team.
1: Right, I get it. And To your point there, I will say you said they put up 50-something in the last three weeks and covered in all three games. Yeah. Last three teams have not been Washington.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. I agree 100% with that. But we have plenty of time to talk about that one. We do. We do. Yeah. Uh, we will keep talking about it over and over again. Uh, Oklahoma Greg. Says, I will never watch NBA again after they won't, all political in 2020. Neither will anyone I know. Sports have no place for that. Watch very little NFL for the same reason, although they aren't as bad as the NBA. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, 90% to win it all. Everything is lining up for the Texas this year. Beating Alabama to start all the past 14 years of being down, starting after the 2009 National Championship. Beating all down the, all the teams uh, beat it last year, including OSU in the championship. Getting Washington from last year's ball game And finally cheering on top. Beating Alabama in the National Championship. I, I like the confidence. That would be pretty sweet. It would be great to have that little revenge of just everybody who beat us just beat them again They beat Alabama twice. That would be pretty sweet. Oh, man, Alabama fans be so mad. <laughs> you lost know, Texas twice, Nick Saban? You're getting old, man. Wait a minute, redo. Redo, redo. best <laughs> out of three. Uh, Texas, courts are awful, but tournament is cool. Could improve with some fan incentive. Hate the idea. If I'm an owner, though, go Mavs. I don't hate the idea if I'm an owner. I don't hate the business idea. Because I, your, your viewership is up.
1: I don't agree with the way they promoted it and executed it because, frankly, I wasn't completely aware it was happening. And then watching the product, it was I, hard to watch. Yeah,
0: I think the way they it, – because it, is, it has so much explaining to do in it and there's yeah. no classy and easy way to explain this stuff. So it basically ended up with them consistently going, okay, okay, guys, no, no, I get it, I get it. No, no, listen, though. <laughs> so we take the teams and we put them in groups. All you right, you're, you're, you're not – I saw you looking away. They have to look at me. Look at me in the face when I'm explaining this. No, they're not all playing on the same day. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's going to be Friday and Tuesdays. And all right. <laughs> this
1: will eventually be a fixture in the NBA season. It's going to be rough as they're rolling it out, though. Yeah,
0: and so once people get to know it better, it'll make more sense. It, it's kind of like the play-in tournament in the first year of the play-in. Right. Didn't, no one knew what it meant, and now people are starting to get more used to it. And then they go, oh, they're a play-in team and a playoff team. I think yeah. it'll be something more like that as it keeps going because it seems to be working so far. Uh, We'll just see as it continues to roll. One more text, and then let's get to some NFL talk real quick. Uh, Vintage Scott says seventy five percent seventy percent confidence over University of Washington, eighty percent confidence over Michigan, and sixty percent over Bama. You are saying, wait a minute, the matchup is is it because we've already beaten Bama once and it's hard to beat a team twice? Is that because you think Bama is the second best team in the country, or is it matchups? Just just curious because I do not think Bama is the second best team in the country.
1: No, and in fact, I'd say I'm the most scared of Michigan.
0: I Right now, I would be too. I think they play a completely different style of football than anybody we've seen. I think it's the most pro-ready team. I, I think, yeah, I think it's a team that is going to be a much different aspect to go play against. Uh, let's talk some NFL, Jacob. Okay. Uh, we saw the Bengals versus Jaguars last night. Bengals get a win 34-31, but the big story was Trevor Lawrence going down in the game uh, with what they're saying is a high ankle sprain. Uh, Right now the projection is four to five weeks. Uh, But they could say it could be a little bit less. Uh, There's five games left in the season. They are a game ahead now of the Colts and the Texans in the AFC South. That injury could very much put them on the line. Uh, A guy that used to be there they'd love to have back. I'm sure they would love to have Gardner Minshew back because he is leading the Colts right now to a record. I So I'm sure they wish they still had him on that roster. Uh, But we saw Browning. For the, the Browns, have what a, a night. or for the Bengals, have a great game. 354 yards, 32 of 37 passing. What a night. That's crazy. And Chase, Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase. He has 11 receptions for 149 yards.
1: If you're a Bengals fan, you have to be so thrilled watching that game because you had to just watch it going into it. Okay, what do we got with Jake Browning? And then he starts hitting passes, right? And I think he yeah. got to 12 before he missed one, and it was a behind-the-line screen pass that Tyler Boyd dropped.
0: And then, and then, whatever he was doing right, then they had Tyler Boyd throw a pass, and he Their threw an interception. There one turnover yeah. is Tyler Boyd,
1: and w- why on earth do you not just eat that football, Tyler yeah. Boyd? Just fall down. He was trying to make <laughs> up for the drop pass. <laughs> Good news. No, that was incredible. I I loved watching that last night, and not because I may have taken the Bengals as an underdog,
0: but uh, but coming out of that, uh, coming out of this week, now we have some new MVP and Super Bowl odds. And the MVP odds are what's really starting to... Because the Super Bowl odds are not that surprising, right? Right. San Francisco played what many people consider the other best team in the in the league right now. in dominated The Eagles them. and dominated them. So, I get. They're going to be up there. Uh, the Cowboys are going to have that same chance to play one of the really good teams this week. And if they can go handle the, their business against the Eagles, the Cowboys are going to move up in those polls, too. And... In the MVP polls.
1: You're right. I should bet the Cowboys win the Super Bowl right now.
0: <laughs> the odds are going to go down next week. If they, yeah, you're right. Or, I agree. Or, or you can wait till next week when they get blown out by the Eagles and those odds will drop immensely. Well, that's not going to happen, though. Oh, All that's going to happen no. is they're going to say,
1: we don't even list this line anymore <laughs> because it's so for sure the it's Cowboys so are winning the sure. Super Bowl.
0: Uh, but if we look at the MVP lines, this is something that I don't think anybody thought was going to happen. I don't know. Anyone who watched Iowa State? The last four or five years, never saw Brock Purdy as NFL MVP Brock Purdy. Isn't that nuts? He is now leading. And now, when we say leading, his name is first. And depending on what sports book, it's around. There's about three guys that are in that 300 plus 300 plus 350 range. Yeah. So, I've got
1: ESPN bet pulled up. Okay. What do you got? Yeah. So, Purdy at 300,
0: Dak at 325. Uh, Yeah, And so, I have Dak and Dak's at 350 on some, 325 at some. And Jalen Hurts is about 350 on a lot. Right. And so those are your three top guys. They're all quarterbacks. Everyone in this poll is quarterbacks. Uh, If you look down, uh, Patrick Mahomes is now falling about double odds of those. Lamar Jackson, uh, Tua is right there as well in those double odds of of all the top guys. That's your next lane. And then the next one's interesting. The next one is interesting because Tua is up there, but your first non-quarterback and the only non-quarterback, I believe, in the top 10 uh, because I think Christian McCaffrey is either 10 or eleven.
1: No, he's nine. He's nine.
0: Christian's nine. Christian Gary is nine. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, look at that. Tyreek Hill is in that voting now, too. If he continues to play and Mike McCarthy and Mike McDaniel's offense is putting up these electric numbers and he is carrying this team, is there a chance that we could have a wide receiver MVP over Tua because they say, well, we know what Tua did before. Right. And the votes are, we know who Tua is. And that guy is just going out there and dominating. We, and now we look at what Patrick Mahomes is in the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And I know he left last year, and they were still fine. We know they were still good last year. They're still Super Bowl champs last year. And they were a good team last year, a great team last year without him. We know that. But we see them struggling right now. And you can say, well, Patrick Mahomes and the, and the Chiefs are struggling. But Tyreek Hill, is 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 there a shot? that that's there, There's two parts of this that are – that Brock Party, I, it blows my mind that he's ahead of Christian McCaffrey in this. I get the reason, but I put Christian McCaffrey ahead of Brock Purdy in my MVP too. vote. I just think that if you talk about value, if Christian McCaffrey isn't there for the 49ers, we've seen Ayuk goes down in numbers, Debo Samuel's numbers go down, and Brock Purdy's numbers go down.
1: You mean people are a little
0: scared of Christian? They are very, yeah, very exactly. scared of Christian. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. for me, if we're talking value, then we know, well, this guy, if, if he's gone, everybody's numbers go down. Brock Purdy, we can say his numbers would go down because Sam Darnold is behind him. We know last year they lost, but that was because they didn't even have a quarterback and he couldn't throw the football at the end of the game. Uh because Josh Johnson went down too and they just didn't have another guy. That was brutal. But I, I just and I know, and then Dak Prescott, he's there. I think he has a legitimate shot to be in there as well, uh, with how this team is playing. It's a leadership, but they again, we know their next four weeks are tough. He's got a chance to make his case. He's got he's gotta win, I'd say three out of Three out of four of these?
1: I don't think so. With the way the Niners look, I think he's got to clean it. He's got to clean sweep he's it. He's got to clean
0: sweep it? Yeah. Because uh, he could have a good game and a loss, and I think he'd still be okay in that. You because, Because so? I think people are not going to vote for Brock Purdy. I, I think the, I think the 49ers may split votes between that kind of West Coast people because people will vote for Christian McCaffrey, and people will vote for Brock Purdy, and they may split some votes, uh, but I think that Dak has a shot in this game as well, in the MVP race as well.
1: I'll tell you what, though. That Tyree Kill number, he's plus 1,400 right now. I might put a little something on that.
0: It's an interesting number. Our sports writers and the people voting for MVP willing to vote an MVP. And this is a conversation. We don't have the time to get into it, so let's shelf it for tomorrow. Sure. Uh, But I want to get into this with you guys on the text line, too, about QB injuries. So I'm going to put this thought in your head about the QB injuries. Has the NFL screwed itself by overemphasizing the quarterback in the rules in the marketing and everything they do, getting rid of the running game and trying to get rid of the running backs and push them down by, you know, making it to where you can have, you know, getting wide receivers and spread them out so that you don't make have wide receivers start and, and really trying to make this a quarterback-driven league and everything's about the quarterback and defense is not important. You have to have a quarterback. And the reality is there's not 30 good starting quarterbacks. And now those guys are getting hurt because the defensive knows, well, all we have to do is stop the quarterback. We don't have to stop the run anymore because they're not going to run the ball. So all we have to do is rush the quarterback. So the best teams now load up on pass rushers and everyone is just trying to kill the quarterback. So it's something I want to put in your mind. We can get into it more tomorrow. Uh, we have a little bit more time. But I, it's an interesting thought that when we look at those MVP role, MVP odds and we see there's two other positions and no defensive and nothing else in there, that it's all quarterbacks and quarterbacks that may not be the best quarterbacks you know, quarterbacks that I think on other teams may not be great. And we look at all of that. And then we go to the fact that we've seen another quarterback go down. People, the numbers are down this year. People are not as thrilled about these games. A lot of them are, you know, not looking good. We get Thursday night football is the Patriots with a 17th stringer versus Kenny Pickett's back, pick backup, which I'm guessing is Mitchell Trubisky.
1: It is. Definitely is. Oof. So let me let me say one more thing about that before we go. All right. The uh, the names after the, after Christian McCaffrey on the MVP list: Jared Goff, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, and Jordan Love. That's how many QB injuries we have. Jordan Love yep. is up there at the top of the MVP race. I mean, Josh
0: Dobbs has numbers. Josh Dobbs, you can bet on Josh Dobbs.
1: I'm am d- just talking about proximity to the top.
0: Yes. Yeah. I know, but he's 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 ahead of Ceedee Lamb. Uh, well, I wouldn't put him behind if Ceedee Lamb. <laughs> I think Ceedee Lamb has more wins on his back than Joshua Dobbs does this season. I know Joshua Dobbs has one over the Cowboys. But I think that CeeDee Lamb's has helped win this. Uh, the Cowboys win more games this season. You can get B's on it, plus 30,000. Well, if Arthur Smith would use him, <laughs> we can have. All right. <laughs> Let's get back. Uh, we're going to come back. Take a break. When we come back, we will get into some more text messages. And I want to talk a little bit about the Astros, too, if we have some time before we get out of here. Uh, on the Sports Complex and the Horn 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com.
1: And you stay. I don't know why I did the
0: back I did. on the sports complex on the horn. Uh text line still open. Five one two four four seven three seven seven six. We're about to get back to the text line. Uh read some more of those. Uh, we do want to uh uh, play some uh, sound from the Manning cast last night. And yes, just, we do. Just enjoy. Just enjoy that. Maybe we'll talk some Astros, too. We have time. We'll see. We'll see how far your text take us, you guys. You guys drive the show. We just try to keep it on the rails. Playing songs about time uh, all week long because, uh, because we're a new time slot, 4 to 6 p.m. Yep. Any guess on who this is?
1: Well, I cheated. I, I didn't realize they were going to text in the answer already. It's oh, Cher. Oh, yes, it is yeah. Cher. It is Cher. That's my bad. I looked at the text line. <laughs> That's Cher. my bad.
0: Turn back time. I mean, because this, this was a huge song when it came out. Yeah. And it was a... It, it Like Cher is one of those ones that I feel bad because I was like, she was always old, but it's because she's always just... She's enough older than me. That no matter what age she was, even if she wasn't really that old, she was still. Hot. I was young enough, yeah. that she was old to me. Right. So like, it, I don't know how old she was when this came out, but it seemed like she was ancient when this came out. Oh no! And this came out a long time ago, but that's only because I was like ten or twelve. I don't know how old I was. So I was young enough that it was just like anyone over thirty-five. You were like, Wow, well, those guys, those guys must be ancient. Yeah, I remember when this came out too.
1: It was. Uh,
0: oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you know, you know that year. That year the, that this came the out. Thing,
1: they, were, they also had the other thing going on. Just, it was,
0: I'll tell you what. Look up the music video afterwards Okay. and then just be like, wow, and then look up her age at the point. I don't know which one's which, but you can. Uh, it'll be an interesting. What's the song called? I'll look it up right now. Uh, can Turn Back Time okay. by share is what it is. Uh, <laughs> all right, text lines open. Coach Corn Nuts, great name on there. Any chance you'll check to see why your station doesn't work and tune in the radio. We're still working on it. I can tell you. Uh, it is it is something that is being passed around. I hear the conversations about it. It is not something in my department that I'm working on, but I know that they are working on it, and it is just a real problem because there's emails that everything's set up in, and so we're, we're trying. We are trying to get it fed up back in there, uh, but bear with us. I, I understand. I understand it's a pain. Uh, the Horn app still does work, though, and hornfm.com still does work as well, and I know there's a few other places you can find it as well.
1: Sure does. Cher was forty three when that song came out, okay. nineteen eighty nine.
0: Forty three, and uh, if you want to see the what she wore in the video, I have not looked that part yeah. up. Yet. And by the way, forty three okay. for me now. That's I'm into that. That's that's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, right, right in now, the range. Right? Yeah. Uh, and when I was in nineteen eighty nine, it was not. Wow. It was not in my wheelhouse. Uh, Keep to revenge. You were going one hundred percent versus Washington, fifty fifty over Bama or Michigan. All right, a lot of confidence against Washington.
1: I don't get that.
0: And Washington scares me a lot because of the passing and they're a really good team. They've been I know people were kind of downplaying them because of, you know, they thought Oregon was going to kill them. I think that had to do more with people kind of thinking Michael Penix Jr. may have been hurt. And, you I know, think it's just the Oregon hype going And there was into a lot that. of Oregon hype too, but yeah. you know, they, they've been playing well all season long. Uh we got I'm trying to convince my boss to let me off at four o'clock so I can listen to the first hour of your show, but he doesn't seem to be enamored with you. Uh, as i do so you got an hour wow me i hope we wowed you perform patrick perform. i hope you, i look i, I can juggle do you got me something i can juggle <laughs> it's great radio yeah are y'all ready to listen to juggling <laughs> <laughs> it's an old steve martin bit where it's i can juggle cats in my in my brain and oh. he's just doing it and just juggling with nothing it's a fantastic bit i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure your generation yeah i uh, remember
1: when that came out it was the day the year with the thing going on yeah
0: I uh, never understood till this day why so much time before the next game because you got to build up on it. You got to build up. There is also something to be said of uh, before you get into ball games, there is finals. yeah, let the kids take their finals. So there is something where they kind of want to, you know, they student athlete thing, they still there's a reason for that. Uh, and then they want to put on New Year's Day. It's part of it, you know, it's part of the tradition of New Year's Day now. So you have that break. You let everybody heal up. That's another part of it. You want to get the teams as healthy as they can be going into these games to have the star players playing. And back in the day, there wasn't necessarily players leaving as much as there are now. But, you know, you give them a little bit more time. You try and have those spectacle of games. Let everybody find the love of it again. I think if you kind of pull those out right after, plus you want to put all the ball games in there and everybody makes their money.
1: More importantly, the viewers are done traveling.
0: Yeah. The viewers are done
1: traveling by January first.
0: Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, that's another point. It's, not is not everybody's. You know, you're you're done. Yeah, you're ready. Uh, texter says, "Will C.J. Baxter have more than fifty receiving yards against Washington?" I do not know what prop bet you're looking at. Wow, I would say no. Would be my guess. Would be no. <laughs> Just I. I mean, like he had to break a big one. I don't think he's gonna get. Well, it's, it's the receiving yards. Is that's the what I'm saying? It's yeah. not rushing. I'm rushing yards. 100. you got fifty. 100. percent
1: Right. Probably by uh, halftime. But, but, but
0: I'm saying the receiving yards. I I would not. I would not take that bet. Just personally. Uh this text says I like the team, but cautiously optimistic. All right, day drinker 77. Cautiously optimistic. Uh random texter number 69 says. Uh, well, my treat hanging on for the new six to seven hours, uh, was Desmond Howard and I been trying to figure out when in recent history was the last time Texas played Washington, that one on the air in Austin PM drive. I uh, look, I get it. We're not doing three hours yet. Maybe one day we will, but we're playing rich eyes and we want to keep rich eyes on for three hours. And so we have to finagle what we do and move things around and time slots. And, uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes and we don't get to pick everything, but we're happy to be here at four to six now. Uh, doing the show
1: give rich a break he hasn't paid attention to many bowl games outside of the college football playoff in recent years <laughs> he has so. been
0: uh, all in there uh let's go back chief engineer uh, i'm concerned about coaches uh about coaches leaving great season opens the door for many of them i agree with that that is something uh that you worry about uh bowl games don't matter for the standings they're a cash grab and entertainment value though perks for players and confidence levels 70 percent all their teams are really good, and frankly, no shame if we get an L. But hope, but I believe this team is really hungry and focused, and while it may be a while until this comes again, going forward with the SEC may be more difficult, and you worry about playing Saban again from a pure coaching standpoint. We can get He can game plan us, Harbaugh this, Harbaugh that. Harbaugh is already figuring out which NFL team to coach after this year. I think he's done with the NCAA. I will tell you, people in the NFL are not as pumped about Harbaugh as people think they are. It seems that's like a that's lot only of media coming hype. from his camp. It's coming from his camp. He did not get a job last year. Right. He looked, he yeah. didn't turn him down. He didn't get a job in the NFL last year. And there were some bad NFL teams. So, there's a problem that he may not be there and one of the teams that would maybe hire him is not a place he may want to go in Carolina where he can't go to Carolina if he fails in the first 9 games, you're done. He could be done. Although and he may want that. Frank Reich is counting up his money right now. <laughs> it is, but so I I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that. I think Harbaugh is going to be focused because I think if he wins a national championship, then it changes his perspective that he is now when He's won the big one. He's got the thing, and it may change some of these other people's uh, perspective on him uh, going into the NFL. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and guy from New Mexico uh, you may have not played this one but if you want to talk about time you've got to play the final countdown it is all these songs have time in the title is I'll tell you the final countdown is a good one but there's not time in the title in that one but it is a countdown it's close I like that I like that I like the way you're thinking right guy I'm
1: trying to think of how many songs I know that have time in the title I can't even come up with one right now
0: you can't come up with one I can't come up with a single one you couldn't come up with I don't know turn back time by Cher that I played Eight minutes ago? Well, I wasn't going to use the ones you've already played, obviously. <laughs> I can tell you, I have six more ready to go. You're staring at it. I six, No, but I picked them up. We've got it. There's way more. There's tons more I wanna, that I did not pick. I'm going to come in with some songs
1: tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to make you figure out what they are. You can play stuff from the last 10 years. No, I have no clue. i play stuff from the last year. <laughs> no. Hey, you anything past 2000, 50 50 if I got a shot at it. <laughs> okay, so what's worse, me not learning enough further back or you just refusing to learn past a certain point?
0: Look, I think every grumpy old man on this deck side <laughs> will agree that I'm doing the right thing. Get off my lawn, is what I'll say to that. Uh, but here's a song I do know, and I do know how it goes, and it doesn't quite go like this. Uh, but if you watch the man, uh, the Manning Cast, I know some people are fans of the Manning Cast. Some people are not fans of the Manning Cast. Uh, but they had two a tongue of on yesterday, and for whatever reason, he decided to be the guitar guy at the party. And I don't know if they asked him to play the guitar or if he just pulled it out and had it. I didn't see that part. I didn't see that part into it, but so I don't know if he was if he was coaxed into it. I saw there was an electric guitar behind him, and then he had the acoustic, but he was definitely being the guitar guy at the party. For two reasons. One, he doesn't sing in this clip. He never sings. So he's just playing guitar. And he also, I don't think, changes out of one riff. I think it's one <laughs> riff the whole time. Uh, but he chooses a song selection that I probably wouldn't have chosen watching a football game. Yeah. It's super, super guitar guy at the party energy. And Peyton and Eli trying to save the segments. Uh, here is Tua to Tunga-Vailoa. On the Manning cast during the game uh, yesterday, which was actually a really good game, too.
1: Yeah, enjoy. Let's
0: go. Let's oh. see it. Let's hear it. Right. Wow. And they jumped offside. The Bengals jumped offside. <laughs> <laughs> really good, it's hard to down. Oh, I got this, I got this. Please, no, no one wants to hear you sing. <laughs> Keep going, Tua. Keep going, you're perfect. Great job of using the cadence. You need to work on your cadence. Singing. Good stuff there. Uh, I love it. Ray, I love it. That is a uh, good stuff from Tua uh, playing guitar because I love that there's just a football game going there's on. There's a in football the game, and too. you can see Eli and Peyton's face in the clip where they're like, "I guess we're doing this." this and he's is like, what we're doing. "Well, is he going to start singing?" And then he's like, "He's like, oh, I don't sing. <laughs> I don't sing." And he has it, and so he plays. And then the song he picks, which I love, some of you guys playing on there. You can't say time. For, I played time for Pink Floyd thirty minutes ago. Forty-five minutes. I played "Time" from Pink Floyd. I, am with you. It's a good pick, but I already played that song. I'm with you. And some of these other ones I like. I like. I've got my picks. We'll see. We'll see how you like the rest of my picks for the time songs. See, but those are appropriate song selections. They are appropriate. They are appropriate. I appreciate it. Uh, the, the inappropriate one is Tua playing a song "Tears in Heaven," was what he decided to go with, <laughs> which. Is up there and you know, like I, I, you know, have been known to be not great at parties at sometimes, when I'm not having fun. I like to stir things up sometimes. Yeah. And especially if I know I'm about to leave and I don't like some people there, I'll just walk in with the worst possible like conversation starters and just stir the pot and leave and just stir the pot and walk away <laughs> and just walk over and you just be like, you just walk over and you'd be like, so religion Kind of dying out, isn't it? And then just walk away or something. Something that's just really going to make everybody have to think. Make everybody be closer friends by the end of the day. Yeah. And just be like, who did everybody vote for? And then walk out of a room uh, (laughs) is is one of the songs. Playing a song during a football game about a kid's death is all-time decision-making by Tua. I'm going to give Mike McDaniel more credit. That Mike McDaniel has been able to fix his decision making on the field. Because that that is a that's a bad decision. You think he knows what the song's about? He I, I mean it's called Tears in Heaven. The song, the lyrics of the song, which maybe he doesn't know the lyrics of the song. Right. It's like once you get if once I get to heaven, will you recognize me and will I recognize you? Oh, that's man. what the song. It's a just it's a weird song. And I mean it's a beautiful, like the guitar part's beautiful in it. So I get why he did it, but it's a weird. I'm somebody that I can't – like I don't – I try and pick songs by mood and vibe. And if I'm watching a football game, can you imagine if you were going to a party and you knew an NFL quarterback who's in the top 10 and MVP uh, voting odds right now was there and you were like, we are going to watch Monday Night Football with an NFL quarterback. And he pulled out a guitar and you everyone go, oh, my God, I don't know what's happening now. (laughs) Like what's – is he going to smash it? Do we clap? And do then we- he starts playing a song that's really soft and somber, and just a really nice song. And you just be like, "Oh!" And then nice. Can I do? Can I open a beer now? I feel wrong about it. So whoever's into his camp. I love the Peyton Manning. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's and then he just tries to sing over it. It's the best Eli and goes. I'll uh, start there. I'll start
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> Trying anything to get uh, it back to football. No, if you guys
0: don't like the Manning Cast, this is—I <laughs> mean, this is great stuff from it. I—I'm uh, a fan of it personally. I'm a huge fan of the Manning Cast because of this nonsense. But uh, <laughs> we got to take a break and get out of here. Uh, we're going to take a break, so we try not to go over. Uh, we'll try and see whoever else's text we can get to before we get out of here. Appreciate you guys playing along. Uh, and I'm going to try and get this podcast up for you, too, in the break. I'm going to get the podcast up for Hour 1, so all you guys who can't listen and didn't hear the Hour 1, Hour one's going to be on the podcast page, so you can go on and stream that one. And then it's like, we're, it's 4 to 7. It's just backwards 4 to 7. Look at that. Yeah, That's why PD is PD. <laughs> we're working all day. Uh, we're going to take a break. Right here on The Horn, 101.9 AM 1260, The Horn app, and hornfm.com. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the show today. I do appreciate you guys texting. I I, I apologize, Coach Rodney. You're right. Uh, we got the podcast up for hour one. You would not be able to text in with us, but we'll be here for you for one hour for texting in. I appreciate you listening, man. I, I really do. We do appreciate everybody who's on the show. We, you know, four to six, we know it's not perfect for everybody. We have a lot of people that are pleased with it, but we appreciate everyone who tunes, turns in, tunes in, tunes in. This is why it has to end at six. I can't talk anymore. (laughs) What were you doing when it was going till seven? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, But we're going to get out of here. Podcast for Hour One is up on the podcast page. It's up on wherever you stream your music or podcasts. You can get it there too. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow at four o'clock with more. Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean. We'll see you right back here at four o'clock tomorrow for more of the sports complex.